my god, I get so many dick pics. I could be a penis profiler. Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Copita and Thomas Gab Helen. Hey everybody and welcome to Porn and Coffee. My name is Thomas Gavalin, I'm from PlugRush.com and with me all the way over in Texas is Jay from WhyNot.com. How are things, Jay? Things are awesome, man. You know, it's been a good year business-wise and uh, I'm ready to rock and roll for the European shows coming up. Or actually, Absolutely. by the time this is listened to, it'll be a thing <laughs> of the fucking past. Yes, that's it's it's uh, and we had yeah, we just had an amazing European show and uh yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh my god, what an awesome time. I'm so tired from it all. You know, by the time this airs we'll have done our uh live podcast, so to speak, at the European summit. So I'm I'm what an awesome time that was. <laughs> oh yeah, that was fun. That was so much fun. Standing room, huh? People didn't have seats to sit on because we didn't bring out any seats. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> we have an awesome guest today. We have Rebecca Love. Rebecca Love, God, I met her at least 15, 16 years ago at the KSEX offices, which was a radio station now defunct, unfortunately, way back in the day in California. She's going to bring so much to the table today. I can just feel it. I know that she's going to be hilarious. She's got a great voice for radio. She's got a great face for video. So Absolutely. This, yeah, this is the type of person that I think this is just going to be a very exciting, fun, flowing interview, and yeah. I can't wait to do it. This is a girl that does a lot of things. I mean, she started out as an in the adult industry like in 1995 or something like that, and she's done it all. I mean, videos, everything from hardcore to softcore, and then she has a karaoke thing going on in Vegas yeah. every yeah. now and then, and uh, she does her own podcast, so we have a lot to learn. I'm super stoked in, in being able to uh, have her on our show this time before we let her on we need to thank our beloved sponsors that keeps staying with us and uh, we are really appreciating them they sound a little bit like this adult force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products adult force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands including brazzers reality kings mofos digital playground Pornhub premium twisties babes wicked fake hub and more on pay sites we also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. Morning Coffee is sponsored by the Gaelic WWW Conference, taking place June 19 to 22, 2017, in beautiful Ireland. This unique event provides a simply amazing venue and environment for networking, closing business deals, and forging new strategic partnerships. Let the Gaelic WWW Conference be a part of your continued journey towards your path to success. We hope to see you there. And we are back, and we have the one and only gorgeous, fabulous, and fantastic Rebecca Love. She is a Skinamax bee queen, uh, like a lot of us. She's like a cockroach in that she's been in the industry forever and is not going away anytime soon. And she's also a podcaster extraordinaire and someone who I have had the pleasure of being acquainted with for, god damn, probably about 15 years at least. So, after that award-winning intro, how are you, Rebecca? 
I am good. I am good. I think I'm walking with a cane now, but I'm really good. <laughs> 15 awesome. years is long in porn. It's like dog years in porn. It really is. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing negative about that. It's just yeah. goddamn <laughs> truth. Refer to it as doggy years. So uh, it's a doggy years of the industry. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you know, you talk to people who've been at the same company for five years and they feel like they've been there forever, and it's just like, yeah, I suppose. But Jesus, you know, there's actually some who've been in the business for over twenty. So you know. that is true. I mean, you got Ginger Lynn, Nina Hartley. Um, list goes on. Yep. Ron Jeremy, he's still around. Yeah, coming up on uh, thirty-seven years, thirty-eight years. I mean, it's been yeah. since the 70s, so yeah. it's a lot Crazy. of uh, us were still crapping our pants. Well, actually, I was too old to crap my pants at that age, but I probably <laughs> did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Let's get into this then, uh, Rebecca. Tell us how you got involved in the adult entertainment industry, like with acting and everything. Okay, so I went to college for performing arts, but who knew you didn't need a degree to do porn? So I... <laughs> Well, I worked a 40-hour-a-week job, and this girl came in. She was a, a stripper. She would sit at the bar, and we'd have conversations. And I'm like, you make how much? I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, you know what? I'm going to cocktail waitress. That's what I'm going to do because I just – I didn't have the balls to get naked yet. So that's what I did. I made really good money cocktailing, and then I was at this little mom and pop, if you can call it that strip club. Little yeah. hole in the wall. No bigger than my house. And – they didn't have enough dancers that night. So they all cheered for the cocktail waitress to get up. And oh my God, we had to sweep the stage because there were so many bills laying wow. up there. It was like fall, you know, where all the leaves fall off the trees and you have to do some raking. It was yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you weren't like shy or embarrassed or anything like that. You clearly embraced it. And it obviously became like an addiction to you, like crack or something. It's like, wow, this is fun. I can make money. And, you know, you're obviously testament to uh, the fact that you're still around and doing stuff. I am because... It changes and you have to go with the flow. So you have to change and evolve. And there's a like I used to do phone. Uh, by the way, I was listening to uh, your last show about the whole phone sex customer service thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that boner killer thing that you were talking about because uh, here I am doing the opposite of what you did. Sure. So I did that in the <laughs> 90s. And then webcam came along and I, I went and evolved into webcamming. So I kind of just went with the flow. What's the next best thing? You know, what should I do now? And I've had a lot of failures on the way, but some things stick besides mm -hmm. the usual. Yeah. <laughs> 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 How did you get into, you know, Cinemax and, and late night uh, stuff? I mean, that's big. So what happened was when I was a stripper, I, I saw Devin Michaels on stage featuring. Um, this is way back in the beginning when she first started. And I was like, you know what? I could do that. I could do that. So I wanted to feature. So I asked a few questions. Well, the only way to feature is you got to get the credits. Well, to get the good credits, you have to do porn. So I bought a book, How to Be a Porn Star, off Amazon when Amazon was just starting out and losing money. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're like, do you really need a book to learn? Yes, because I need to know where the agencies were, where to go, who to talk to, what to do. And how to do it. So I buy a book for everything. And that was my first 
uh, DIY book. That's Right. We didn't have YouTube University. We didn't have podcasts to teach us. So I went to LA, set up a couple interviews with Playboy and Hustler. Hustler took me right out of the gate. So I I did a a shoot. Oh, and I went to Jim South, which got me vivid. Uh, Wicked, VCA. So I I hit all the right companies in the beginning. And it just progressed from there, like stereotypical stripper, porn star feature. And then one day somebody didn't show up. I lived right in Porn Valley and somebody didn't show up in Topanga Canyon or something. Mm -hmm. And Nicole Sheridan recommended me. She called me up. She had my number because we worked together. And she goes, hey, can you come over here and it's it was only a few minutes away and I'm like yeah sure and it was a Skinamax movie and since they liked my work ethic I'm very uh what's the word I'm going for low-key on set down to earth kind of um you're easy to direct okay I I like those choice of words because I thought you were gonna say it was easy and this is true well I need to be the judge of that so (laughs) well I used to be I used to be fucking really easy uh so then I Worked with them, and this one director, Fred Ray, which kept on hiring me back, says, hey, I know another director, and he does Skidamax. You want to work with him? And I said, sure, sign me up. So I started working with him, and Jim Warnoski, I always say his last name wrong, Warnoski. He did uh, Chopping Mall, Heather Locklear's movie, uh, Swamp Thing 2. Yeah, he did uh, those B-movies back in the 80s. So he kept on hiring me again. And that's how I got known to be the Skinamax. 2006, I retired from hardcore because I got involved in a relationship and Mr. Man had a compromise. I didn't have to lose my identity, but I couldn't have penis in the vagina anymore. Oh, yeah. Besides his though, right? Well, of course. I mean, I'm not going to go penis free. Okay. (gasps) So how about this? What about in the mouth or in the hand? Right. You would think that'd be acceptable, but no, he's old school Italian. He couldn't handle that. Yeah. Well, you know what? He's a very, very lucky man. I got to just tell you that right now, obviously. Really? Because he has to deal with this craziness. Mm. Oh, no. I'd say it's worth it. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. So you retired. and, And what did you do then? Well, I still did my softcore. I just couldn't do the hardcore. So I just had to semi-retire. So I could still be Rebecca Love. And there was plenty of videos out there of me doing the same shit over and over just a different day. It was the same actors all the time. I always worked with Evan Stone or Lee Stone, um, Tony Tedeschi. It was always the same people. Mm. So when it went over to HD, I got the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like hell no there's no filters on that shit <laughs> <laughs> so then nope. you discovered podcasting though some somehow or oh during the porn and all that i was doing k-sex radio which that was my dream job like yeah. I fucking, yeah. you know jay uh-huh. you know that was like the dream job and all I had to do was show up because I was a co-host. Well, when I moved out to Vegas, I was still driving back on Mondays to do my show in L.A. because I loved it so much. And then KSX kind of went to shit. So I stopped doing that. And Katie Morgan needed a co-host for her podcast, Having Sex with Katie Morgan. Mm-hmm. Like, hell yeah. If you would do something for free, how does it go? If you're so passionate, you would do it for free, you know? So I said, hell yeah, did that for a year and a half, two years with Katie. Katie stopped doing the podcast and I was like, oh, what the fuck? 
I really like doing it. So I had to freaking learn how to podcast, how to do show notes, how to, you know, uh, edit the equipment. And I've never even listened to a podcast, which is the worst way to start a podcast. Right. I didn't even listen to our show. I just loved showing up and doing the show. I, then I started, you know, figuring out again how to podcast. So I would listen to, you know, podcasting about podcasting. You have your show, uh, Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love, right? Yes. How long have you been doing that? 2014, August 2014. Okay, so a couple years, years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I remember you way back in the KSEX days. I uh, used to live in uh, Hollywood at the time, and I would come up every now and then and hang out with Wankus and Mike Rick and a bunch of the other people over there. And, you know, it'd be like, you know, I'd see you from time to time and the others, and it was just, I was relatively new to the industry. I started in 2000. So at that oh my God, point, I was you know, never sober for KSAX. Yeah, that's the thing. There was always <laughs> booze there. And there's always just like it was a zoo, you know, even when there was nothing going on. And uh, yeah, when uh, Mike Rick died, may he rest in peace. And when Wankus mm. decided to find Jesus, may he rest in peace. Oh, Ooh, my God. Yeah, there was no gray area for him. Hold on. I'm grabbing something, Jay, and I want to show you something. Here is a KSEX Listener Award, 2004, okay. and it is the Mike Rick Memorial Award in honor yep. and dedication because I believed in KSEX. So, yeah, there's my award. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, just a short story for everyone out there. Uh, Mike Rick, I think, was one of the founders of KSEX, a really great guy. Uh, there was a lot of podcasting and uh, adult radio going on, you know, from like 2000 until like 2002. Uh, and then he died suddenly later on in the year. In fact, it's been God, it's been almost 14 years. Uh, guy was in his 40s. He was in great shape and health. And then I don't know, it was just suspect the whole thing. And it really, really yeah, just kind of killed it. You know, just the whole KSX radio just went downhill from that point. It needed leadership and guidance and organization and probably less drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Those were the days. When I do a podcast... That's the one thing. I cannot do it drunk, except for we do have one uh, called Drunken Podcast, which we do every, mm, I want to say four to six months, we'll do one. And that's where we take sexually related questions and we do a shot after every question and we try to answer them because, you know, the truth serum comes out, you get stupid (laughs) and... How many sex shows are there that answer sex questions? So many. So know, we just right. make it fun. Kind of like yeah. Drunk History. Have you seen that? No. What's oh, that? my God. Yeah. Drunk History on the History Channel. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what? You haven't heard about it? No. Okay. It's the best show. Drunk History. Okay. Drunk oh, history, right. and it's a great way to learn like American history. And okay. is it Gary Allen, the comedian that does it? I can't remember. He's the host, but he sits down with a famous actor, and they get drunk together, and they tell the his- historical story. And then there's reenactments with the voiceover of the person telling the story with other famous actors. It's so fucking good. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. That Absolutely. Like that. Yeah, it's really good. So, Rebecca, you have done a lot of things then up uh, through your career. I mean, modeling, dancing, camming, podcast, karaoke. Like, what, what, are you, what do you think you enjoy the most at the moment? I enjoy Karaoke Triple X because it's only once a month and we all get together. We meet in one location, Watering Hole, and we network, have fun, just like the one in Burbank. Except mm-hmm. that one's every week, which makes sense. It's in L.A., 
We're only yeah. in Vegas, so it doesn't work that way out here. Podcasting, I love. Modeling, ew, I hate modeling. Like, wow. oh my god, I want to talk. I want to, I want to express myself. Modeling, it's just okay. Um, webcaming <laughs> is. I make it fun. If if you could see my Skype right now, um, I play Hangman, and I have a wheel I spin, and we play. Uh, here, I'll show you, Jay. Since yeah, you're yeah, watching. Yeah, the Skype, and I know people are listening to the podcast going, oh, I want to see. Well, we need to link some images somewhere. Yeah, or I'm going to take a screen capture of this so that we can run it on our <laughs> Facebook group. Hang on one second here. Okay. Uh, so in your that. webcam, uh, you play a lot of games and stuff. That's what you're saying. I do in free chat so they can tip. And then I yeah. spin this wheel and whatever it lands on, I do. And that could be... Um, Flashing the boobs, a fan sign. It could be dirty talk, an outfit change, a social where I stand up and I read everybody's name topless. Uh, yeah. We just make it fun and interactive. And then they guess yeah. a letter. So That's See, just important. Now, it's a, a gimmick. Are there, are there, no, it's different. It's interesting. You know, I don't really know of any other cam girls and there are thousands upon thousands of them out there. I mean, how many of them are actually doing that and, and making fun? And, you know, well, wait till they get different. older. Wait till they yeah. get older. They need a gimmick. No, they're young and insecure, right? So then they get secure right. and they get They need so something much to keep fun. their people interested, huh? Exactly. <laughs> but there's going to be a time and place that mama needs to get off the cams. So what will be next for you then? Oh, good question. Um, I'm starting bmoviefilms.com. And basically, I want to shoot my own Skinamax movie. and But it's going to be fan interactive. So everybody gets to vote on what music we play in the background. If we play any music at all, the fans get to choose the main uh, character for the monster because we're going to do Frankenstein. Every step of the way, the fans are going to be involved and they get to choose what we do in production. It's it's my little, uh, I don't know, project. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps me busy. And then they will pay for the movie in the end, right? So whatever well, gonna, they do, they vote up to it. Then. Correct. Well, we're going to start with crowdfunding. And then we're going to yeah. move to the production. And then after that, because I do know people, uh, we're going to try to sell it. But it doesn't really matter if I sell it to... Uh, HP or Viacom or whatever, I can always put it on my own servers for my video on demand and you can watch it there until somebody leases it out. So there's all different avenues of getting this movie out besides DVD is very old school, but there'll be digital mm -hmm. download. Absolutely, right? Yeah. I'd be very interested to know more about that as it comes up and definitely interested in helping you try to promote it and well, get thanks, the word Jay. out. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, stuff like that. You know, you're you're a credit to this industry. I mean, you've done a lot of things over the years. You have staying power. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you've always been extremely cheerful and pleasant and bringing new stuff to the table. So it's definitely uh, an inspiration, I think, to uh, uh, to many who uh, really should know their history. So, you know, we're Jay is flirting yeah. right now. Jay yes, is definitely flirting. I like right it. Now. Let me tell you a little secret there, Jay. You're yeah. a ginger. Yeah. All my exes, my baby's daddy, my first love was a ginger. Aww. Oh, yeah. I have a beautiful... I'm in this strange street, though, and I'm the guy in the well, corner. Well, I can't, I can't <laughs> see you. I can't see you. You didn't put your Skype video up. I'm I sorry. would give you love, I'm too. Sorry. Hello. Ginger. Yeah, the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, uh... 
what kind of hardships have you had to endure over the years, Rebecca, as far as like, you know, possibly some of your failures, possibly having to shift gears uh, with an ever-changing business model and what makes money in the industry to possibly crazy fans? What are some of the things you've had to overcome that might be an inspiration to people? Hmm. Had to overcome thinking I was going to be a contract girl. Had to overcome thinking I was going to be like, on top gosh overcome like karaoke i used to do every week in vegas it wasn't good i had to figure Mm. out once a month work a lot of things i do are not lucrative karaoke triple x is not lucrative but it's great networking and you could get a job from it i take it back it could be lucrative and a lot of people come to vegas so there's opportunity there and i meet a lot of my fans that way it's a great place to meet and greet Let's go into Twitter, because Twitter is really interesting. You have a bunch of followers going on there, and the rest of us are just wondering, how can we get the same? Uh, I've had it for such a long time. I've ran it wrong a few times by being too spammy, and then you try to change the format. But I think Twitter's very spammy nowadays. Only have, what is it, 43,000? Freaking my co-host, Jocelyn Stone, has 80,000. Katie Morgan has over 100 and something thousand. I mean, me, I'm just this much, and they're this much. Do you ever have that problem, Jay? From this much to that much? Um, Me and Jay at the show, we are measuring sometimes. I know. I like to say it in centimeters, though. It sounds sounds more impressive when you call it centimeters. My favorite thing to do is marketing. Um, I like figuring it out because... Facebook has a different technique, Twitter, and my new favorite, number one Uno, is Snapchat. I freaking love it. It's so much fun. I have a blast doing it. Oh my God, I get so many dick pics. I could be a penis (laughs) profiler. I'm sure. All right, go ahead. Is it just Rebecca Love or? Miss M I S S Rebecca Love. Say then, uh, Rebecca, if uh, if there is anybody else, like there is a bunch of new people now in the industry, new girls and new guys coming in, if they want to have a long time success over a couple of 20 years, do you have any advice or secrets that you can share about it? Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> success um, in A lot of people, that's good advice, seriously. Well, you know? <laughs> Some people do it for the wrong reasons. Like they do it for the money. And if you get into it for that, you're going to regret it. You have to do it for more than just, and trust me, I got into it because of the money. But at the same time, I have that attitude. I don't give a fuck what people think. Because if I did, I wouldn't do porn. Right. Really. And if you have that going in, then you won't get your feelings hurt. But I think it's crossed over so much now. And it's, it's the norm that it's not a big deal like it used to be. So my advice is, I would say listen to Talking Dirty, my podcast, because you can pick a topic. If it's from marketing on social media, podcasting for porn stars, life after porn, you pick a topic that fits you, what to expect Mm -hmm. on a porn set. So you could listen to Talking Dirty podcast. I am sure there are some YouTube university, you know, videos out there that could help. I bought a book off Amazon. I'm sure it's still up there, but it might be outdated. You want to start that one over. Longevity. Don't do everything all at once. Like spread that shit out. Because they say, I heard, I heard a saying that most girls only last three to six months nowadays. Is that true? That's the thing. Oh, yeah. I heard that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. how? How both do you... for the, both for the camming industry and also in the in the well, video. A lot industry, of them don't so. realize that you know the internet is forever. You know they don't they they have regrets 
or they just needed quick money for something, or they just don't like the lifestyle. I mean, you know, you got to realize that. Look, if you need the money and you need it quick, go fucking escort and don't put your face in the ad. That's my best suggestion. That way you don't have to worry about it and it's easy money. Yeah, I was doing that for a while at 10 bucks a pop. Wow, you go. How's your asshole doing? I was the only customer. Oh my god, dude, that was the funniest fucking line. It was like top or bottom. Always top, always top. Yeah, Yeah, never have a day where I wouldn't look like a fucking glazed donut. Nice, (laughs) look at you. Let's get uh, away from JSS and let's go back into it. Let's go back into it. There you go. Tell me, Rebecca, do you have any other particular other talents that you haven't worked with yet that you really want to have a chance to work with? Oh, well, if you're talking about adult film stars, I like mainstream stars like Alec Baldwin. Yummy. Mm. I just want to sleep with him. We don't have to really act. Uh, right. Sam Elliott. Can we still record it? Okay. I, well, I need. I need to record it. Like I will <laughs> right put enough. a teddy bear cam somewhere in that room. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch that over Very and good. over. And Gina Gershon from like Showgirls and Face Off. I really so I I they're yummy. The thing that I can always say about Rebecca with all the dealings that I've had with her over the years, and they've never been more than just you know kind of surface level. I think this is the most Rebecca and I have done together in a number of years. Is that you've always been you've always been very personable. You've always been very responsible, even, you know, during the drunk years, I'm sure you were the same way, you know, but it's funny. It's funny that you say that because I mean, at the same time, when somebody has a reputation of dropping the ball a lot, and I mean, you know, a lot of people are flaky, not just models, but there's a lot of people in the B2B side of things that, you know, they just, they don't follow through. When people can rely on you and when you get the job done properly, you know, whether you're in front of the camera or behind it, you know, I think that goes a long way because sooner or later that shit's going to catch up to you unless you are like the absolute top number one of your game and you can get away with it. You know, does it make sense? Isn't that crazy? Some girls can get away with it, but most don't. Right. So yeah, you have to be reliable and have work ethics just because it's the porn industry. There's no slacking. Exactly. There is no excuse. You don't need an agent. If you are reliable, you show up because the word of mouth will spread like wire wildfire. It's the Yelp of porn. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. Morning Coffee is sponsored by the Gaelic WWW Conference, taking place June 19 to 22, 2017, in beautiful Ireland. This unique event provides a simply amazing venue and environment for networking, closing business deals, and forging new strategic partnerships. Let the Gaelic WWW Conference be a part of your continued journey towards your path to success. We hope to see you there. Maybe we should then jump into the very last question, right? Well, yeah, I would definitely like to uh, know 
who, because I mean, you're a very self-made person in a lot of ways, Rebecca, but is there anybody in particular that maybe you can give a shout out to, whether it be talent, someone behind the scenes, agencies, anyone who you think was really instrumental, uh, whether they're around anymore or not? Okay. Well, here's my few. I have a few. Jocelyn Stone for being my best friend, my co-host, and doing a lot of shit for free. I really love her dedicating her time to me. Ginger Lynn, Mm. because I got in the business, the porn industry, watching one of her films. It was an interview, and I was like, you know what? I could do this. So I love Ginger Lynn. Uh, Katie Morgan for giving Mm -hmm. me the opportunity to do her podcast and realizing that I could move on and do more podcasts. Last but not least, oh, Sunset Thomas for giving me holidays because every holiday in Vegas we used to spend together. And last but not least, Don Barnhart for the stand-up comedy, for introducing me to comedy writers and a community here in Las Vegas. So that's that's the love I want to give. But I have a question for you guys. Sure. I know I'm turning this back. Your podcast is called Porn and Coffee. I want to know, and I don't care who goes first, what's your favorite porn and coffee? Jay, you want me to start on that one? Yeah. Because Um, my answer is awesome, and people remember as well as the last answer, right? Okay, good. Well, then I will give you something really easy to follow so you can show me up and make me look like a dumbass. Okay, so basically, (laughs) you know, I guess I have couple of favorite kinds of porn. First of all, after working in the industry for as long as I have, I really like seeing scenes where I know the people that are in the scene. You know, to me, that's that's fun and exciting, especially if I like those people. So yes, Rebecca, I've been boning up, so to speak, on watching scenes of yours from years ago before the show. Yes. What can I say? Yes. Oh, if only people could see what I'm looking at right now on my video. I'm getting full frontal here, or at least full topless. Sorry. <laughs> they can see. Just Google that shit. It's free. And the <laughs> other thing is, is that I'm really just, you know, I don't know, call me a, a girl in this respect, but I like where there's actually like a story, a plot, and and it's vanilla. I mean, I'm, I'm not into any kind of real kink or BDSM or anything like that. So You're like a lifetime it. movie porn. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So that's my lame fucking answer. And now Thomas is going to tell us about how he's into uh, uh, airtight porn or something. Anyway, oh, kind of coffee. You know what? I'm, I'm so not a coffee snob. I'm the guy that when I go to Starbucks or Seattle's Best or anything like that, I get house coffee, black, and that's it. You know, maybe they. So you like it black. Beer. I like it black. I like it black and strong like I like my men. So. Of course you do. Jocelyn Stone <laughs> likes it black and strong, too. So you guys have something in common. This is great, by the way, that you turned it around on us. I like that. Thomas, <laughs> yeah. passing it off to you, bro. Ethiopian coffee, for some reason. Ethiopian or Kenyan that? coffee. Yeah, no, it's a really light. The, the beans need to be light uh, roasted. Uh, and I want to have it in an AeroPress. So I like to brew it in an AeroPress. So yeah, you need to look up all of that. That is like the geekiest stuff I can say about coffee. Do you have to stick but a pinky really out nice. to drink it? It looks like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, this uh, this thing that you put your cock in to make it grow much bigger. But it doesn't Damn. really work. <laughs> and that's where I put the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is it, it stunts your dick? 
<laughs> yeah, really. Like, I put coffee on my dick, and that's not really good at all. Wow. So that's how the porn and coffee come Crazy in, right? Crazy fucking Scandinavian. Okay, so, <laughs> but your favorite porn, though, you got to say that. Oh, it's like, for it, it goes in periods, I think. Like, for a while, I was laughing the hell out of uh, the fake taxi movies, because, mm. like, the, the, the British girls that came along in this taxi, and I have seen this taxi up in real life, and this guy that makes it is really awesome. I thought that was really funny, but now it's more like the the clean, uh, nice stories. Um, they're more like fil- filmatic. Is that the word? Okay. Word? Yeah, it's like glamour porn. Yeah, kind of. It, it's more like there's a nice story to it, and all of a sudden you get uh, attached to the story, and then the sex is just like what it is. So I wonder if that's with nice. age. Like when you get older, you need more of the plot. You need more it, of the making yeah. out to go with the... I would say so, but the thing is, is that Thomas is a kid still. He's young, so, you know, he doesn't How get to How old are you, old Thomas? Old. How old do you want me to be? <laughs> well, I prefer him like deathbed, but go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> 34. <laughs> oh, you are a pop. You're... Aw, that's adorable. Aww. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, you in my pocket. Right. Mm. If I... Uh, if I grew up in a, a southern state and was very active at an early age, I could legitimately be Thomas's dad. Yeah. Holy crap. I know, right? And then I will also then be a ginger. So I'm really glad it didn't happen that way. <laughs> You're lucky. So lucky. Yes. So lucky. That, that would be really mom... bizarre that you would be doing your, a podcast with your dad, though. Wouldn't that be kind of... Uh, it's all father and son moment, this thing. Yeah, I guess so. That's a bonding experience. <laughs> Well, this has been a fan-freaking-tastic podcast. We really appreciate your time here with us, Rebecca. Thank you so much for being part of this episode of Pouring Coffee. Thank you, Thomas. I was (laughs) glad to be in my own house. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) And for the rest of you guys, uh, we have a new episode also next week. And remember to work hard, be nice to people, and try not to get lost and killed. Thank you so much, and bye. Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week. Plugrush.com, a self-serve traffic network where you can buy, sell, and trade traffic. Plugrush.com, moving traffic forward.